Amen. Let's open our Bibles tonight to Revelation uh, chapter 2, the book of Revelation chapter 2. And uh, we're going to begin reading in verse 18. And uh, we'll read responsively through verse 24. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, <clears throat> because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. Well, this is an amazing passage. So if you look back at verse 20, it said, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And so tonight we want to talk about that, that woman Jezebel. Well, this is an amazing um, message and uh, doctrine, um, and I hope you listen because this is one of the main plans of the devil, to destroy the church, individual members, to destroy families, marriages, and to destroy soul winning, uh, the building of the church through the preaching of the gospel. All right, let's pray. Father, I pray that you'd help us to receive this with an open heart, and we pray that you would deal with us, men and women, where we're at in our walk with thee, what we've allowed into our life. We pray for a conviction and uh, a resolve and uh, a renewing and a refreshing to stay pure, stay clean, and loyal. Uh, we pray that you'd show us how this applies to our life, physically, spiritually, and uh, in the church, doctrinally. We pray for power to preach it and to hear it, and that you would uh, fulfill your purpose. And we know that the Word will never return void. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. <clears throat> uh, this is amazing terminology, that woman, Jezebel. Uh, 
Uh, when, when my mother, you know when you're in trouble, or when you're not in trouble, they'll call you your short, for like Jeff. You know, when I'd get in trouble, Jeffrey, Charles, James, you know, and when my mom would uh, like get mad at her brother, she wouldn't say my brother George. It was that George Hopkins, that, uh, that might be an Oklahoma thing, uh, using the full name. But what does God say here? That woman. It's that woman, Jezebel. And so when I was younger, say this by way of introduction, <clears throat> I would have really enjoyed preaching this, and I would kind of got up on my self-righteous um, pulpit and preached it. Um, but now uh, I'm really bringing this with a fearful warning and so that we can recognize who's the true enemy. And so I hope nobody gets upset with me over this. If you're a woman, I'm, if you're not a Jezebel, I'm not talking to you. And if you're a man, you better look out because Jezebel is after you. So any red-blooded man who's got blood in his veins is attracted to women by sight. I know a lot of women don't want to hear that. Not my man. He's glorified. Well, men are attracted by sight, and women ought to know that. That's the reality. But men aren't to have wondering eyes. They're to be loyal to their wife, um, even to the point of uh, flirting. The Bible says it's good for a man not to touch a woman. So I'm trying to help the women. You can learn about your own walk with God and your position, and you can also help men to stay away from this because no one is beyond this. You know, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. If you think you've arrived and you could never succumb to the Jezebel spirit, you have another thing coming. You need to guard yourself. You need to stand true. You need to hold fast. You need to separate from the world, and you need to obey the Bible principles. So in spiritual warfare, we need to know who the real enemy is and recognize the true enemy. And so what does the Bible tell us? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So the real enemy is invisible. It is spiritual. And these are very wicked spirits that are moving freely. And the world not only has embraced it, they're promoting it. And there's no shame anymore. It's right in your face, and you either stand up against it and turn from it, or you could become conditioned and fall. So what an amazing question. How art the mighty fallen? The mightiest men of God have fallen to Jezebel. No one's beyond this. So we know that, first of all, Jezebel was a literal woman. She lived back. She was a Zidonian princess, a Hamite. She married King Ahab. She was a literal woman. But when you see the spirit of Jezebel, it goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. 
with the hissing serpent in the garden, all the way through the Word of God. And here we find Jezebel again in Revelation chapter 2, allowed into the church here of uh, Thyatira. So we know she was a literal woman. Also, though, she was a, it's a very wicked, evil spirit. So it appears in prophecy. Uh, it can possess people, and it can get into a church with false doctrine. Now, I, I counted, I might have miscounted it. I think I found Jezebel's in the Bible 23 times. So it has to be important. And in the Old Testament, wicked woman, she was uh, basically an opportunist. She looked for any way to destroy anybody she could, and also her own husband, to use her husband, and to destroy Israel. Now, in the New Testament, doctrinally, she is a, a, a spirit of false doctrine of hybrids mixing the truth with lies and deceiving God's people to commit idolatry and to eat things sacrificed um, unto idols. So in the New Testament, she infiltrates the church. She sneaks in, in the hearts of people, through literature, background, false teaching, and then she wants to pervert the truth. So if you have, the truth must be 100%. If you have 99.9999% truth, then you have 0. .0001 lie. That's not the truth. And so Jezebel wants to dilute the truth. That's a good term. So it is a female in gender spirit. And here's the thing you need to know. This wicked spirit, though it's female, it can use men and women. It can get into a man it can get in a woman to destroy a man, and it can control women. It can use women to control men, and it can use men to control women, vice versa. It is a very wicked, powerful spirit. And so I want to look at tonight some of these characteristics. How are we going to know there's a Jezebel spirit and this is not exhaustive in any way. I'm just giving you an overview, and I'm going to say some things, hopefully to help you, that has uh, really helped me through the years. So if it is, it's very evident when you see a Jezebel, a spirit of a Jezebel. Now, it's not always necessarily the presence of an evil Jezebel spirit, but most likely it is, if you have spiritual discernment. So, once again, I warn you, anybody can fall to Jezebel. If King David, a man after God's own heart, could see a naked woman taking a bath and lust and take her and commit adultery and then murder her husband, and then cover it up. Anybody 
could fall to this. So, you know, don't look down on people. We're not, to, we're not judging. We're not looking down. We're trying to fight the good fight. Uh, so stand tall, um, stand true. Very powerful. Now, if you're saying right now, not me, not, well, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Every man in this room ought to be saying, by God's grace, I don't want Jezebel to get me. Now, that's not saying you're living in fear. You have the wisdom to know how powerful Jezebel is. Very, very seductive, very alluring, very dark, and Many preachers get deceived by Jezebel and fall. Many husbands cheat on their wife and lose their families and ruin and wreck their whole life because of Jezebel. So we need to watch out for this. Anyone, I'll say it again, is a potential victim of Jezebel. Now, generally... If you just sort of summarize, Jezebel is inappropriate and out of line, out of order in every form and fashion, ethically, morally, doctrinally, in every form, very inappropriate. So all the aspects of her character, now follow me, this is very important, is a means to an end. Jezebel does not do what she does just for the sake of doing it. She does it to destroy the work of God. That's why she does it. She wants to destroy a man, destroy his mind and his heart and his reputation, his moral standing. He, she wants to destroy a woman with her virginity, her chasteness, her status, her position. She wants to destroy young girls and turn them into Jezebels. And she wants to use other Jezebels to destroy young men of every age. But the end purpose of her wickedness, she wants to stop the fruit of God eternal production of the seed of the eternal Word of God, of the truth, 100% true, and soul-winning power to see lives changed, uh, born again into the kingdom of God. So let's look at a few of these um, characteristics. How are you going to recognize? So we're going to look at some physical things. And I have a whole lot to say. I, I don't know if I'll get to it all. But, um, and then spiritual things, doctrinally. How are you going to recognize? So first of all, Jezebel is a spirit of seduction and immorality. That's what it is. Anytime you see a woman trying to seduce and being immoral, that's Jezebel. You recognize it. It's everywhere. They know how to dress. They know what to wear. They know what not to wear. They show a lot of skin. They'll show cleavage. They'll show the shape of their body. They'll show a lot of leg. 
They'll show their belly. They don't care. They have no morals. They don't realize, well, they don't, they do realize what they're doing. It's a plan to lure in men to get them to lust, and it's a trap. Do you know what the Bible says? Nakedness is showing your thigh in public. Now, you can look it up. I don't have time for this. There is no shame in that. The Bible says they have a horse forehead. They're like a prostitute that has no shame. And I remember when we used to street preach uh, in the prostitute areas, and the pimps would come by and threaten us, and we'd have beer bottles thrown at us and things. They, they, we'd, we'd always remember that verse of imp, they're impudent, they have a horse forehead. They look with no embarrassment, no shame. And if you think about in America, this is common now. Nakedness is in style. And if, if you wear a lot of clothes, you're a weirdo. You know, and I always said, uh, you're not going to look at my white, bow-legged, uh, ghostly legs. It's not for you to look at. Uh, I don't know why people want to show what they've got in public. It's a spirit of Jezebel. So it is sexual perversion, any form and fashion. Proverbs 7, uh, Lord willing, we'll study that in detail in our studies on Wednesday night tells you how to recognize a strange woman, how she dresses, how she uses her makeup, what clothes she wears, even with her language, the inflection in her voice, her aggression, these types of things. Um, watch out. Jezebel is very powerful, very alluring. And, and men are prone to this. If you're a real man, yeah, notice that. <laughs> you know, if you're a real man. So pornography, very powerful. It's, it's so easy. You know, this wasn't around when I was young. Now, you couldn't get to it easy. Uh, I've counseled and people tell me it's just, it's everywhere. A lot of people watch it all the time. And they're, the Bible says if you commit fornication, you sin against your own body. And if you sin against your own body, God said, if you, if you defile the temple of God, God will destroy you, and your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What does the Jezebel want you to do? Get so evil that God will judge you. She knows how to paint her eyes like a cat. She knows how to paint her lips. She knows what to do. She knows how to smell. She knows what to say. She knows how to move. She knows how to walk. She practices. She knows how to dance. She's very skilled in seducing men, young men, husbands. She would never, you know, how many marriages get ruined and wrecked by Jezebel's? And some of you women could say that. A Jezebel came in and ruined and wrecked my marriage. Man, it's quiet in here. Uh, watch out. Watch out for Jezebel. Very, very powerful. She wants to ruin a young man's innocence. Ruin and wreck his whole life. She wants to enter into the government destroy churches, destroy preachers. 
through all of these alluring things, seductive makeup, clothing or the lack thereof, poses, images, videos, dancing, enticement, commercials, it's everywhere you look. David said, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. There's only one way to deal with this. You can't have it around and you can't look. Uh, Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes. I'm not going to look at a Jezebel. You know, it's, I don't think my wife would mind this, but when, when at our, my wife's bridal shower when we got married, so you know, you know how women do you. So they're opening all the presents. She comes home. She goes, look what they gave me. And it was, uh, it was lingerie. And, and I looked and I said, well, man, that's Jezebel brand. <laughs> uh, and, and it must be a pretty popular brand. I don't know. But it was a Jezebel brand. I remember one time I was soul winning. And it was, it was kind of like that guy that came out of the dark, this guy from India. His wife was getting saved, and he comes just out of the shadow. It was a spiritual thing. I'm, I'm knocking all by myself, real, real shaded porch. And, it, and this woman comes, and I mean, she's wearing the full saloon girl outfit. She's got the garters on and the stilettos, and I don't know what all that stuff's called. And, and she goes, hey, you want to have some fun? I mean, soul winning, trying to set me up. Um, watch out. They're out there. How many preachers have ruined their family, their children, their reputation, their ministry over a Jezebel. Watch out. They know how to tease. They're a flirt. Watch out. If you, if you recognize one, run. Run the other way. Very, very powerful. Uh, just say this. When we first got to Bible college, there was this, you know how young preachers are. They're full of pride and they're just waiting to fall. But uh, this guy, he thought, I got a lot of conviction. And he'd been watching that old show, Petticoat Junction. Does anybody remember that? I don't know. Man, I'm old. And it was about a train and three sisters. Petticoat Junction. I don't know. Man, I'm old. But uh, there was a girl there, and uh, she was this close to getting uh, demerits and getting... Um, uh, evicted or whatever the word, expelled from the school with the dress code. And uh, he goes, you know what you are? You're a Jezebel. And he goes, chicka, 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 Jezebel Junction. Chicka, chicka. Man, I never forgot that. And you know what? He liked Jezebels. You know, a lot of people that talk about it a lot, that's their biggest weakness. Watch out. They get the big head. They start looking down on everybody. Uh, that could be a revelation or manifestation of what they're dealing with in their life. Um, and, this, and, he, and he also had a, uh, I guess I can say that, he had a weight problem. He was, you know, he was growing in grace. <laughs> uh, but this guy was mean. He saw this girl order a donut. And uh, he said, why not? Oh, I can't say that. But anyway, I won't say it. But uh, ended up, he got bigger. Boy, he really grew in grace after that. And then you know what he did? He fell. 
uh, watch out. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Second uh, characteristic, how are we going to recognize a Jezebel? They are controlling and abusive. They want to control men. They want to control situations. Now, women in today's society, you have to take control. Sometimes men don't want to take control. Women have to do the man's job. I understand that. But I'm talking about where they force their way and usurp authority over men. And what is controlling and abuse? It's a type of witchcraft. It really is. These are wicked spirits moving. And the people who get controlled by Jezebel, they're under a spell. They're, they're, they've had a, a dark, evil spirit cast upon them. So you see this all the time. They want the power. They don't want just equal rights. They say equal rights. No, they want to run the show. They want to make all the decisions. They run off and fight a real man who's trying to serve God, has a backbone. They want to be the boss. And a lot of times, the, they'll use their female powers of uh, sex and things to take over. There, there's words for it, like the queen diva and all that type of trash that's out there. They're very controlling. Watch out. Now, if you're a woman, uh, is, is Jezzy trying to work you? Men, is Jezzy trying to work you? So they seek dominion. They want to rule and reign. They want to have the control. They will not capitulate. They will not humble themselves. And there's no way they'd obey what Paul said, that women ought to obey their wives. There's no way they'd even consider that because they've been deceived. So notice, you could be deceived or influenced by the Jezebel spirit and not even be a Jezebel. I know that's... And man, y'all are leaving me all alone up here. Next, Jezebels are narcissists. It's all about them. They're a psychopath. They have no human compassion or any human emotion. They're cruel. They will do whatever it takes to get what they want. What did Jezebel do? She had Naboth murdered to steal his land. Uh, she deceived her husband. She manipulated her husband. She was very controlling. And she took over and used her position as an opportunist. She did not use her position to influence others for God with humility. She was a psychopath, really. So they take advantage of weak leadership. That's what they do. They take advantage of weak men. They take advantage of weak people in the government. What do you think Hillary does with Bill Clinton? She's a Jezebel. She takes over. Man, it's quiet in here, leaving me all alone. Uh, so, very merciless, very cruel. Be careful. Um, I told you the story. I, I know a guy. Uh, he's been long gone. He came to me one time. He says, would you pray for me? I said, yes. He said, um, 
I'm under a spell. A, is it a bruja? A bruja put a, 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 she's a witch, put a spell on me. I said, well, what happened? He said, I'm afraid of her. She makes me give her, give her all my money. She locks me out of the house. Sometimes I have to sleep under the bushes at night, even when it's raining. I'm scared to death of her. That's a Jezebel, a dominating control freak who's merciless and cruel. Ended up, in the night, he was getting attacked by this Jezebel, and it was scratching his back, literally. And he would wake up, and he was bleeding. Some of you don't believe in this kind of stuff. But, you know, he, he showed it was, he had scars. And ended up, he went to work one day. She brought in a van, had somebody bring all of his personal stuff out, and went and sold it and gave it away and took it to hospice, and he didn't have the backbone to stand up to her. That's a Jezebel. Uh, so I'll show you this in a minute. That's what Jezebel did to Elijah, the great, one of the greatest men of God ever lived. Jezebel ruined and wrecked his whole life. Uh, the next characteristic, Jezebel manipulates through, she, she's a manipulator through intimidation. So this is what I want to talk about with Elijah. She threatened Elijah. Here's the great man of God who is so controlled by Jezebel, he runs for his life. Now here's a man who just stood up all alone to the prophets of Baal. Jezebel puts a hex on him runs for his life, and then he wants to die. You know, suicide could be an attack of Jezebel. Jezebel attacked Elijah. He wanted to die. He sat down under the juniper tree. You know what else? He wanted to quit. You know how many people quit because Jezebel put a hex on them? A quitting spirit is a Jezebel spirit. A fearful spirit is a Jezebel spirit. And a suicide spirit is a Jezebel spirit. If Elijah fell under her hex, what makes us think we're beyond that? Not me. Now you better watch out. Jezebel is alive and well. Next. Let's look at the spiritual. Jezebel is a false doctrine in the church of mixing works with grace and tainting the finished work of Christ on Calvary, fake spiritual Holy Spirit gifts in the charismatic movement, women preachers, women ordained ministers in the church when the Bible says the women aren't even supposed to speak in the church so they can teach children, they can teach other women, but it's in the Word of God. The Bible says the pastor has to be the husband of what? One wife. Amen. You know, whenever I meet a woman that says she's a minister, I she, they don't like my next question because I say, oh, really? Well, where's your wife? <laughs> oh, boy, they don't like that. No, because if, if you got to have a wife to be a pastor. They, they, don't, they don't like that one very much. 
that uh, happened to me one time at Townhouse. This woman preacher walked up, and uh, she didn't like what I had to say. So, false doctrine in the church. Now, follow me. Everything she does, trying to ruin a man immorally, right? Trying to ruin his stature, his reputation, his relationship with his wife, his own conscience, his relationship with God, the intimidation, the manipulation, the fear, the quitting, the domination, all these things. This is all a means to an end of what? To stop the truth, the finished work of Christ on Calvary, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me, he said. It's all the workings of the serpent. It seems kind of behind the scenes, but it's not. Why would he want to destroy a man so he can destroy the propagation of the gospel? Why would he want to destroy a marriage or her to destroy the family. This is an attack on... Why would they attack the family? All these things that are going on. Uh, the rainbow, trans, operations, sex changes, these types of things. Why would they do that? It's an attack on the family. Right. So when you get to the end, what is... She's so deviant and depraved that she will not repent. And those who follow her wholeheartedly will not repent. So I let's look at this again. Look at verse 21. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. You know, the Lordship Salvation people and the Water Regeneration people and Jesus Christ plus works people and the seven things you have to do to get saved people, and the Seventh-day Adventists, and the keeping the law to go to heaven, and the Jehovah Witness, and the Mormons denying the deity of Christ. All these things. They won't repent. And they bring it into the church. And they want to pervert, just like Jezebel perverted Ahab. They want to pervert the preaching of the gospel and Paul said that we should not be removed from the what? Simplicity, which is in Christ. Amen. So look what happens. Verse 22. Behold, I will cast her into a bed. Here's the adultery. And them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds, and I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am He which searcheth the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Now, let's apply this. This is very fearful doctrinally. Now, we've been talking about the rapture, pre-tribulation rapture. It is imminent. We could hear the, the trump and the last trump. At any time, God is telling, this is written to who? The church. This isn't written to Hollywood. This isn't written to the NBA or the NFL uh, or Washington, D.C. This is written to the church. 
and Jezebel got in the church. And he says, I'm giving you a space to repent. Now, she has children. You know what they are? They're illegitimate children. They're not children of God. They're not born of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. There is some perversion spiritually with the seed which they are born with. And they are bad seed, evil seed. Now, look what God says is going to happen. He's going to give them a space to repent. If they won't repent, what is going to happen to these people who follow Jezebel? They're going into the tribulation. They're, not, they're going to miss the rapture. They're not going to get caught up. They're not going to meet the Lord in the air. And then look what it says. God's going to kill her children with what? Death. That's amazing terminology, isn't it? They will die with death. Why? Because they're going to suffer the plagues of the tribulation. They're going to miss the rapture because they had a Jezebel spirit. A Jezebel spirit. Now, I'm almost through. Just listen. Morality is very important. God is a holy God. God wants you to love Him and Him alone. He does not want you to flirt with somebody else. He doesn't want you to look at some other woman. He doesn't want you to play around and flirt. He wants you to love Him. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. What happens is, because of the ecumenical movement and the Jezebel spirit in the last days, they don't want to rightly divide. They don't want to put a difference between that which is good and evil or the clean and the unclean. They want to let everybody in, don't hurt anybody's feelings, uh, and uh, I remember when President Bush came up with that saying, unity through diversity. And I went, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that, that's the new word. Diversity, inclusion, and what is, I don't know, all these words. No, it's, it's a chicken is not a cat, and a cat's not a dog, and a man's not a woman. And a Jezebel is a lion witch who wants to seduce God's people. So what does it say? He's going to put her in a bed. Everybody who gets in that bed with her commits spiritual adultery. And God says they're going through the trib, and He's going to... All these, all these people out there... Now, we're not to judge, and we don't know. All these church members of all these denominations that claim to believe in God and they're on their way to heaven... If they got in bed with Jezebel, they're not getting in. And I'm not saying they lost their salvation. I'm saying they never had it. Because they succumbed to this seducing witch. She knew what to say, how to dress, how to move, to allure in. And how art the mighty fallen?
Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just now to my message, uh, but I'm going to quit. Maybe some other time we'll finish this. Um, this is very, very technical, and it's all throughout the whole Word of God. But, uh, you know, pray for me. I pray for you. Amen. Jezebel's powerful. I don't want to look. It's, you know, it's almost like Medusa. Remember in the mythology, she had the snakes for hair. Everybody who looked at her turned into stone. It's like, man, I can't. I like what Brother Roloff used to say. He called his name Lester. He'd say, Lester, you're not strong enough to look at that TV. You can't handle it. Who do you think you are, Lester? You can't handle the world. That's why God called you out of the world. That's why God called you and commanded you to be separate. Nobody is strong enough. Nobody. If Elijah ran and got control and wanted to kill himself and was a quitter, <clears throat> excuse me, a quitter, think of that. Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Now, the old preacher said, maybe just our four no more, but we're not changing. The truth is the truth is the truth. You can do nothing against the truth, but, uh, but for the truth. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And God said, I set before you the way of life and death. Choose you this day whom you will serve. The true God is just, equitable, holy, moral. And God wants us and I don't have time, but you know what the word Jezebel means? A female cheater. To cheat on God. To commit adultery against God. To uh, flirt around. Cheat around. So, so I am through, but how many people are not here tonight, but could be and should be, but Jezebel got them? They started looking at that stuff. They started playing around. It'll get you. Nobody is strong enough to handle that. And then the other people started reading books of doctrine, interesting videos on YouTube about weird things. Watch out. Jezebel is very, very powerful. So as we end this year and bring in the new year, let's recognize Jezebel Stand up and let's pray for power to see other people delivered from uh, her clutches. She's very. So if you know someone right now who's under the uh, a, a hex, that's Jezebel controlling them. Only God can set them free. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for Uvalde. Let's pray for our families. And let's pray for power to uh, preach the word to win souls. Amen. All right, let's pray. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. I want you to think about it. Uh, 